to reiterate and just like bring back up because I know that Mm -hmm. you said you have a background in psychology. Yep. What is that background? Okay. Well, my background in psychology is I had a double major in psych and poli-sci stuff in college. So um, I first became really interested actually just taking one as a just I think it was like satisfying one of my general credits and it was a nonverbal psychology class and I remember going into this class and the instructor every class was like TED talk style I'm like girl in the back of the class falling asleep hung over at this time in my life (laughs) and I was like wait suddenly I'm awake you know yes and so I think something to to me any path of like the self-discovery or Mm -hmm. for yourself or for others enlivens me and I enjoy yes. it and I think that that was definitely maybe a little bit of like the apex of that interest you yeah. know and it grew from there yeah okay love because mm-hmm. I feel like that to me is like very important as we go into yeah. the meta the like exploration of like the spiritual and the yeah. like because I think that it grounds it I think yes. that it pulls it back to here's why this makes sense here's how this yes here's what this actually looks like in your brain. Yeah. Like, that's important to me mm-hmm. for me to grasp things. Well, it's like, I think with any topic, I mean, it's obviously fun to talk about things up way in space and the philosophical level, but it's only, to me, fun when you have that tangible yes. application, practical application for things. And and so I agree that that's kind of my basis of understanding in astrology, um, especially when it comes to, like, I'm a big, if this you know speaks to you whether it be in you know your chart or whatever great mm-hmm. if it doesn't number one there's probably something deeper in there that maybe yeah. explains like that disconnect but also like ditch it you know mm-hmm. like lean on your own understanding and then use this as a cool lens to be looking at things through yeah absolutely when did you like start being interested in mm-hmm. astrology well and i was thinking about this actually before we start yeah. recording because I, I was like this question's gonna come and so yeah. i have to shout out <laughs> Yeah, you know, no older sister does it, and I'm going to do it. I have to shout out uh-huh. my little sister. Love. Okay? Okay. So my little sister was super into astrology mm-hmm. and started to get me interested in it because okay. I think, well, me and my sister are so similar, and we both have a really big interest in just, like, that dive deeper and, yeah. uh, you know, knowing about ourselves, maybe this is the conduit and mm-hmm. so are other things. But she was very interested in astrology, so, you know, even to this day – we hop on FaceTime and we'll like be having a conversation that my boyfriend's like, this sounds like a different language. (laughs) You know what I mean? And and, and we're all into it. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. I Mm -hmm. didn't actually know that you had a sister. Yes. She is two years younger than me. I know. Which is crazy because she's one of my, uh, she's definitely one of my best friends, but she lives in Florida now. Okay. We're in Florida. She lives in Tampa. Love. Yeah. Um, and so she just graduated in 2022. Okay. Um, and just moved to Tampa. But, yeah, so she is, she's my Virgo sister. Okay. Virgo, okay. Taurus rising, yes. all, all Virgo, just Leo Mars. So um, I have two Virgo siblings, and okay. that probably explains why I try to be as precise with my words as I uh-huh. can, because they make sure I am. So, gotcha. you know. Is that, so you have a sister and then... A brother. A brother. Or Younger you, brother. Where do you fall? Yeah, I am, oh, do you have a guess? I, I okay. Mm-hmm. You're, you give older mm-hmm. sibling energy. Mm-hmm. I'm an older sibling. Okay. Yeah. You're the oldest. oldest. I'm okay. the oldest sibling. Is yeah. your sister middle? Uh, my sister is middle. Okay. And then my brother is the youngest. And honestly, I love birth order, of course. As, again, if, yes. if you're going to love astrology, you probably also love birth order or like, you know, Enneagram or yeah. Myers-Briggs, whatever is yeah. your cup of tea, you know. Uh-huh. But I think uh-huh. my brother presents as 
a little bit more of like you'd maybe think he's the oldest my sister kind of gives off middle but also I think gives off a bit of youngest yeah people say I present as oldest and Uh I don't feel that way but yeah but everybody says and I don't know what that was Uh I have no idea what that is I there's so many things to me that are it's interesting that are like they're so intangible yes but you pick up because that was I was just talking to somebody about like sensing gender like Mm -hmm. baby gender Mm mm-hmm and like I just like an intuition feeling and a lot of like I'm right because you posted that that's like that is your like your mean girls Karen my boobs can sense the rain moment (laughs) yes but that's you with baby's gender yeah and but it's just this gut feeling yes and for some reason but I think that all that stuff is and I'm like I don't know why I thought you were oldest but like yes it's the intuition it's that like Mm -hmm. I don't know I think well I've hey and I've been there with astrology I just had a one of our fellow teachers at yeah. uh, the studio yeah. come up to me and say, hey, just like you thought, I'm an Aries rising. And I was, yeah. and it was funny because I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, I don't remember saying that to you, but I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad that, that it was true. And yeah. I love that you looked into it too. Yes. Because um, sometimes people will say something and I like have this like burning desire to be like, I mm-hmm. need to see your chart right now. Yeah. Because it's like yeah. what... Like, I, I think I know something about you uh-huh. right now based on what you just said, but I, I want to confirm that. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. did you, was it like mainly TikTok? Did you read mm-hmm. a book first? Mm-hmm. Was it your sister educating mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Where did like your knowledge of it start? Okay, I'd say mainly my sister educating me. And okay. then from there, you go into the YouTube TikTok spiral, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, in a good way. Because for me, the thing with astrology is I would do reading about it right mm-hmm. but I don't think that's a good entry point for a lay person okay I think that it can feel really dense and convoluted if that's your first introduction to it is reading about it um because it's not really in like common terms and also when you look at in actual well and also to even reel it back further people know sun sign astrology that's what yes. they know um and there's like a vast space beyond that So it's really confusing to get into. So it's nice when you can look at your chart and start to understand the inner workings of this like graph you're presented. And then you can go on like TikTok or YouTube and like pinpoint research the one thing that you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Maybe you find a little like, oh, there's, you know, a celebrity or someone else who has this too. And here's how it's illustrated and it helps you. So for me, I always think that that's the best way to get people into it. Find an astrologer that speaks in a way that speaks to you. Okay. Um... And keeps you interested and talks in terms that make sense to you. Because I think that's where, you know, you can get a little, whoo, we're up in the clouds. Yeah. Um, depending on the content that you're taking in. So. Yeah. And, and you want to find a school of thought that also speaks to you. Because there's there's a few. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Should we dive in? Let's dive in. Okay. Um, we're starting with my chart. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. And the way that you find your chart is with your birthday mm-hmm. yep right day mm-hmm. month day year yep. and then time yep if you know it and you'll want and and you'll want your location as well of where you were born okay. and you want an exact time and okay. so I'm gonna use my sweet boyfriend as an example mm-hmm. of why you want an exact time okay okay when I first met him he said I was born at 204 p.m. Uh-huh. silly me I believed it okay <laughs> go home for Thanksgiving looking through the baby books with mom and I see 2.08 p.m. and you know like little side eye like you were born four minutes later than you told me Mm -hmm. and it changes your whole chart all right for his case it changes his whole chart okay now it doesn't mean it's for sure going to okay but the time indicates your rising sign okay for a lot of people um they know their sun sign 
Um, and then the next point of entry into astrology, right, is maybe knowing your big three. Mm-hmm. So that's your sun, moon, rising. Okay. Um, though we typically in pop culture astrology look at the sun, like it might be the most important one. It's really just the easiest one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I could dive into that and I'm not you know but okay. if that was something interesting I could explain why that I mean became. I am interested but I'm interested in all of it so. yeah I know that's a, me too and that's the thing is I'm like again you know I'll, I'll say it I'm a Gemini so I go on okay woo, woo, yes woo, woo, tangent okay yeah. so you're my Taurus sister and as much as you love a tangent uh-huh. you're gonna have to reel me in okay um but your rising sign then lines up your house system mm-hmm. which is probably a new term for a lot of people um but the easiest way to say it, it's houses one through twelve These houses each represent something, an area of your life or areas of your life. And then your planets, so that might be your sun, moon, rising, and other, well, not rising, because that sets it up, my bad, but your sun, moon, and other planets will fall somewhere in one of 12 houses. And that uh, sets, gives it a specific tone to it. Okay. So um, that's why your rising sign is so important. And your time is so important. Don't be four minutes off. And does it change minute to minute or what? It's about an hour and a half. Okay. So in the case of like uh, my boyfriend, it was like he was a really late degree of like a Sagittarius rising and then four Mm -hmm. minutes over puts you into Capricorn rising. Okay. Um, So it's not going to be the case for everybody. So if you're close, you're probably good. But then it also changes your degrees of your signs. So ideally you want to get real tight in there. You can also check out a chart with no rising sign. You just see so much less. Okay. And that's fine. But that also, I think, can lead to people being like, well, I don't identify with this. And it's like, well, yeah, because we're not seeing how all of these things interact with one another. Yeah. So. I wanted to make sure that her breathing wasn't come. So just to listening, I... I couldn't tell. Um, Carly's dog, Clover, is hanging out with us. Yeah. <laughs> so if you hear any deep breathing and clunking around. It's neither um, Maddie or I. It's not us. <laughs> it's sweet little Clove. It's our little beast. <laughs> but I was trying to, like, listen to see, because she was, like, sitting mm-hmm. in front of me, and yeah. I wasn't sure. So if Well, and she's here because she shares a sun and a moon with Maddie. So she she needs twin. to hear some of this information as well. Yes, exactly. Okay. So let's hop into my chart then. Mm-hmm. So your time should be on your birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Should be. I don't know if any places at any point in time used to round times that you were born. I always I don't know. wonder. Well, and I'm like, I don't think I'll have kids, but let's say I do. Yeah. I would be like either have my husband or like me, like get get that time. Yeah. Like I don't I don't trust what's yeah. gonna get that yeah. time, you know? Yeah. Um but Yes, should be should be on a. No, she's cracking me up. Yeah, she's so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, should be on your birth certificate. Okay, cool. So my birthday is May twentieth, nineteen ninety seven. What did I tell you? Eleven. You were born at eleven a.m. Okay. In Lincoln, Nebraska. Yes. Yes. I said it like I was there, <laughs> <laughs> and I caught her. Anyways. <laughs> You're actually younger than me, aren't you? I know, you? I am. I only realized my, that my yesterday spirit was. when you said that you're 24. 24. Yeah. yeah. When's your birthday? June 19th, 98. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so almost like a full year. Yeah. I'm never, I never assume that I'm older than anybody. I get that too. Like, well, 
Especially, I, you know. I've just always been the younger of my friends, so I yeah. just am always like, oh, yeah, everyone's older than me. Yeah. And I hear someone's younger. Well, yeah. What? I'm like, everyone's older than me, obviously. I'm, yeah. I'm baby for some yeah, reason. Yeah, exactly. You know, I am, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. I am a Taurus. You are a Taurus. That is my sun. Yes. My moon is Leo. No. No. My moon is Scor- Scorpio. Scorpio. Yes. And my ascendant is Leo. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I know my big three. Yes, you got that down. That's all I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, one thing um, that you can immediately see from your chart that's fun in regards to your big three um, that I can tell just from the signs that it's mm-hmm. in, do you know what phase of the moon you were born on? No. You were born on a full moon. Really? Yes. It feels so special. It is kind of special. So you were born on a full moon, and the reason I can tell that is your sun and your moon sign are in opposition to one another. Okay. And so anyone who has that, they were born on a full moon. Okay. Um, And so what being born on a full moon, full moons are typically associated, number one, with like catastrophes with peace and love. Yes. Um, But it's funny because you can ask people who work in hospitals, and they'll be the first to tell you, you know, Everybody's coming in on the full moon, right? Um, and But it's also really associated with release. Yeah. When we talk about anything with astrology, in my mind, even if, you know, whatever I say, there's no, like, good and bad. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, you're just kind of presented with a type of energy. Okay. And, and like, where where is that energy being taken? So full moon could be, like, catastrophes, and it also could be major release and rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um and then especially in the case of this being then in your natal chart, so your birth chart, your natal chart, um, you're also representing a polarity. So okay. for you, both of those signs are fixed signs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're kind of on this like, and Taurus and Scorpio, they represent, uh, both these signs represent your possessions or other people's possessions. Okay. And so oftentimes it's this like polarity of obsession and, and you okay. know, desire that like leads these two signs so it's cool because you might experience like a big spectrum of like feelings and and how you present yourself in regards to that type of topic okay so I guess what does that actually what does that mean for me how does that like apply so what that's gonna mean for you and how that could apply for Uh you is number one like material girl okay okay material girl yes like you're a material girl because so Taurus rules your own possessions, right? Okay. Scorpio rules other people's possessions. Mm-hmm. So, like, in every sense of the word, you're like, I want it, I got it. Like, that's yeah. who you are. Um, and also, what's kind of interesting, too, is your, specifically moon sign, Scorpio, mm-hmm. is in detriment. Um, and this just means it's, like, not the most comfortable position for the moon to be in. Okay. So you might have, like, had, like, your journey in life might be, like, learning to express your own emotions so other people Mm -hmm. can do the same okay um could be another thing that i happen to notice in regards to your son Mm -hmm. because i gave it a peek earlier was your son is trying your neptune and neptune is it's a generational planet so a lot of people might have the same sign so Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter as much as its positioning okay in regards to other things but it said uh when i you know was doing a little research on it you're meant to live a very public life and like be very seen by others and this is also said of people who have this full moon, uh, sun opposing moon aspect. So it's kind of cool that I was like, wow, so this has been picked up in multiple areas of your chart. Like you're yeah. a public facing person mm-hmm. and your life is like kind of going to be led in a place where people see it. A really simple way okay. to say that is like a full moon. Nobody misses that in the sky. Yeah. Nobody's missing it. And Leo rising. Leo's 
you know, you think of charisma. Yeah. But also, Leo is the planet of, um, or like the, the sun is what it represents, and okay. brightness. Yeah. So like everything in your chart is kind of pointing to like an outward brightness, other than your moon sign, and that's kind of like your emotions where you're kind of like, I'm going to put those away. <laughs> that's so interesting. Yeah. So as a quick note, I, because like I think that this is super, super cool, but I've never been into it before. Yes. Slash also been very skeptical. Like 100%. I'm just like, yes. what is this hoo-hoo, wah-wah, yes. like, mm-hmm psycho thing that's like yes whatever not based mm-hmm. on anything and to me like I at this point feel like I know myself pretty well obviously yep. there's always like inner work to be done yep and I found this so interesting because when you started talking about it I was like oh shoot like this is like <laughs> yeah. that that's me yeah and I also just over time to me because I'm I'm also curious on your thoughts on this mm-hmm. I feel like, same with the full moon, Mm because I used to work in the schools, Mm -hmm. and always, there would be days where we're like, what is going on? Everybody is insane today. Like, collectively, Like, kids, especially, I feel like, are susceptible Mm -hmm. to this. Yeah. Like, I think kids are, it's a whole other tangent that I can go on, they're very in touch with. Yes. Kids, animals, all the things. It's wild. I'm telling you. Um, Yeah. But without doubt, it would be a full moon. Yeah. And that to me, I was like, okay, that makes sense. The moon controls the tides. Yep. We are made of water. Like, yeah, we're seventy percent water. Like, start to fall in the place where I'm like, who are we to say that mm-hmm. the way that the stars move does not affect us? Yeah. Yeah. And I think to completely brush that off because mm-hmm. it's a whole other thing. But it tends to be like young women who are into this. Yep. And I think that that tends to be. But ding, at ding, the ding. same time, astrology's been around gajillions of years. Yes. Which, one, is interesting to me that it stuck around this long. Yeah. How, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's, things don't just stick around if there's no validity no. in them. Yeah. And two, like, so you're telling me this is this super, super old thing that existed mm-hmm. that was able to, like, predict mm-hmm. things or tell things and mm-hmm. everybody brushed it off. To me, a lot of times unexplainable science is labeled as like witchcraft or yes. like magic occult vibes yes mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see the and still have like mm-hmm. i want to know like what is it about it that makes you feel mm-hmm. like this is a valid form of like mm-hmm. science yep so it was just like what you said in terms of how long it's been around mm-hmm. that's a big deal to me um and number one, it's really the study of patterns mm-hmm. in regards to how our planets, stars, all the things move. So to me, it's like I can look at it then through a more scientific lens. And I think, again, where it it misses for people is number one, again, like you said, I think it is associated with young women. So, yeah. you know, you start there. But then also it comes into like this pop culture astrology that got really diluted and watered down in like decades years past yeah um i think in like a bidding to make astrology more accessible it kind of made it less accessible and more hooey vibes you know um but something to me and it's just kind of a random fact that really speaks to the validity Mm -hmm. of astrology so many like billionaires celebrities all the things uh, hedge fund managers have astrologers. Um, Interesting. Because 
now we're talking today about your birth chart, but one thing that you can really dive into in astrology that these people are diving into is transits. Okay. Um, and so transits basically means what, what's the planet, sky, stars doing right now, and how does that affect either me or the things I'm doing? Okay. Um, and like I've I follow it along with astrologers too who like predict things that happen and come true. Yeah. And it's like weird, right? Even as somebody who believes believes in this, it's kind of weird. It's weird for me to say the phrase believes in it because I like believe in it to an yeah. extent that I don't feel like it's like fake magic. <laughs> but like, yeah. you know, it's um, I think in a practical way, I just see it show up. And of yeah. course, like you, if you choose that lens in regards to astrology or anything, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to maybe like choose the bias of like the I'm right bias. Yeah. So there's that too. Um, but also kind of, as I mentioned earlier, when I've done things like Enneagram, when I've done things yeah. like, you know, lightly looked into human design, when I've done even just self-discovery in myself, I mean, it tends to line up. Yeah. Um, for my sister's birthday, I got her a session with an astrologer too. Okay. And it was really fun. Uh, but this session with the astrologer, she was able to like look at her chart and immediately she's like, all right, so what happened when you were 15? And like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, that's wild. And she was, and Alyssa, my sister was like, like, cause it's pointed, yeah. you know? And, is that because uh, of transits or is that yep. like, okay. So they can take your chart and look at like, you know, dial it back. Okay, what would have happened at this age, this age, this age? Um, like for instance, wow. how old are you? I'm 25. Okay, you're 25. In probably about two-ish years, you will experience something called a Saturn return. Okay. And so that basically, and this is just to illustrate what transits can be, right? But a Saturn return basically means that your natal Saturn planet is coming back to, uh, in the sky, it's coming back to the same position it is natally. So in layman's terms, what Mm -hmm. this means, uh, Saturn's a planet of challenges and a planet of like overcoming obstacles. It's also like a paternal planet in astrology. So at the age of like 27, 28 is usually when this happens for people. Mm-hmm. They have like this year, year and a half of like, who am I? What's going on? What is life? What do I want in life? What's happening? Yeah. Um, and that's your Saturn return. And it's kind of, you're faced with obstacles and it's not, a, it sounds like a bad thing, but it's not. It's like how you handle those obstacles and what yeah. you do with the obstacles being placed near you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something everybody goes through at a similar time, but um, just kind of, is a more common thing that everybody can look at that can show, okay, okay, here's, you can look at a transit and maybe expect some type of theme in your life to be mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. It can be so dense too. And, and it's also like yeah. when I'm speaking about it, I think like there's going to be phrases that I use and things that I say that you're like, what, what the, I, I was like, can I yeah. swear on here? Yeah, I can. I don't it's care. An, yeah. It's an adult I podcast, right? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, <laughs> What am I saying, you know? Yeah. So if you have those moments, you should ask me because okay. then it makes it better probably too for people listening. Like, oh, okay, that's what she's yeah. saying, you yeah. know? So Okay, yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's a thing that like this, I'm excited to have this recorded so that I can go back and re-listen to it and dive into right? it. Because like, right? I think that's, honestly, if I could do that with every conversation I had, that honestly might be great. I would. There was a, God, what's, a, I, I hate that I'm going to forget what this movie was. Oh, what's this movie? It's a really good movie, but this guy finds out that he can travel in time. Jumper. No, it's a, he's like, he's a redhead and they're like British. About time. About time. About time. time. I love that movie. That movie. Uh, Oh, it gives me like, like I might have to watch it tonight just because it was mentioned. It gives me warm and fuzzies. That movie 
Oh my god. I know. I could like cry. It's such a good it's movie. It's so good. But it kind of made me think of what you were so saying with the conversations yes. back, you know, and yes. like how he oh lived god, every day. Yes. Oh my god. Stop. That movie, I had, I did nothing, I had no idea what to expect from that movie when I started Same. it. Same. Best thing I could have done. Same. Oh my god. Such oh, a good movie. Love. Oh, so good. Sorry, amazing. Clover. Let me clear my lap off. <laughs> so that you so, so the Queen Clover can yes. join her okay. twin. You're good. Come on up. <laughs> she knew. Amazing. She knew. Oh, I'm sure that your breath's just yeah, all up sure. and up. Yep, yeah. Oh, you gonna breathe heavy by okay. the mic again, just baby? Come back here. There you yeah. go. <laughs> she Honestly, so, so honored that she came to me when her mom's sitting here. Oh, like, she... To me, that's just, like, ultimate... Yeah. She loves her twin. Are you kidding? Ultimate compliment. Yeah. Her front desk buddy, her twin. Yes. So all good. All the things. So good. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I want to... Okay. So, mm-hmm. let's go back to... Okay. Let's go back to talking about me. <laughs> uh, the best subject. Are you kidding? Yes, let's go back to talking about you. So, what I think is cool about this, because I was so skeptical... Yep. ...that... When you say these things, like, to have it be like, oh, that, yes, that's me. Yep. Um, that's what I think is super interesting and what brings validity to mm-hmm. it for me. Yeah. Because when you come at it from a little bit of skepticism, you're not looking to prove it right. You're looking to prove it wrong. 100%. And so when that yeah. hits you and you're like, oh, yes. I was really trying to be like, this is fake. Yes. Yeah. Then that to me is like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because it's like, I think I'll see it in little interactions. Like today, mm-hmm. I'm with... Uh, for, for our listeners, I'm yeah. with Maddie and Parker and we're having pizza, whatever, and talking mm-hmm. about Be Real. And Maddie uh, mentions, uh, sorry if Parker's a listener to call you out to everybody, like <laughs> the only friend that Parker has on Be Real is Maddie, uh-huh. right? And you, like to me, it just cracked me up because I'm like, well, yeah, she's a Taurus sun, Scorpio moon. Her She wants her partner to be obsessed with her. Yeah. Like, that's what it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah. So to me, I was like, that's perfect for Maddie, though. <laughs> like, that's exactly like, and he's like, oh, don't call me out like that. And I'm like, no, but I just sense that Maddie loves that. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Great. <laughs> and it's, it's great. It's exactly me. what you want. <laughs> it is love. Yes. Okay. So, like, the, in that way, it's like, yeah, when you're trying to disprove it. And then I feel like when I'm into it, I see little ways where I'm like, yeah, I bet this is that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Which I think is also interesting about you because, like, you know me at this point a yeah. little bit, mm-hmm. but like not enough to be like, to manipulate yes. my chart to fit me. Yes. But enough that you've seen it manifest yes. in certain ways. This yes. is why this whole thing to me, I was like, you have to come talk about this yes. because like, I think that this is just the yeah. coolest and like yeah. best dynamic for it because like I'm slightly 100%. skeptical, but also very open to it. Like 100%. It's so I'm much harder for people data. closer to me in my life where yeah. like, number one, I don't really talk about astrology to people yeah. if they don't care because it's like why sure. would I yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> but it's like if people who are closer to me are interested it's hard for me to talk about it because that exact thought is in my head of like yeah. you know I know you yes. so then I'm all, and I am coming in maybe with like a bias too uh-huh. but then you're coming in with a bias towards what I'm saying because I yeah. know you you know yeah. and while we do know each other well but it's like not the level of of I could like dive in and like and like yeah. You know, not that I would, but like, no, I know but what you mean. Yeah. It's a good relationship for a conversation and dialogue, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like too, I know you have questions prepared. So whatever you want, you can even ask about like, okay, this theme of my life or this thing. Yeah. What's my chart saying oh, about it? Okay. And I can probably, you know, like do a little freestyle, see okay. what, see what's popping. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm into it. Okay. Okay, so everything's all about me. Everything's all about Maddie. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting that, like, I think that just the, like, it's interesting to 
hear the manifestation of these things in the chart because I also think that it valid- val- validates mm-hmm. like the things that I feel, you know, because yeah. it's like, you're like, oh, you should be public facing. I'm like, I would love that. Like, honestly, yeah. but I'm like, oh, that's like, is that? Well, not everybody's built for like, that. makes sense. Does it actually like also, I'm like, okay, not that I need to be like this huge celebrity, but I think it no. goes along with like, I love people. Yes. And I want to interact with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of that. Like, I just, yeah. I think that they're so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and what was interesting too, because again, I looked at it before with this public facing topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so your son mm-hmm. is in your 11th house. And without diving too deep mm-hmm. in, right, the 11th house in the whole house system is about friends, but mm-hmm. also it's kind of about acquaintances and it's about hopes and dreams and all the things. Okay. Um, it's about social groups. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about aspirations. Your son, that is the outward version of yourself that people see. Okay. Okay. So this outward version of yourself that people see also has this energy where you might focus on your social groups and like your lifelong dreams, your aspirations, mm-hmm. like kind of these more meta things yeah. that involve people and involve mm-hmm. groups of people. Now, it's aspected to your Neptune, which we talked about earlier about this public facing idea. Yeah. And it's trine. Um, and again, I know all these words are like, whoa, but the, essentially it means these two planets have a relationship together and it's okay. a positive symbiotic relationship to one another. Okay. So Neptune kind of the planet of illusion, disillusion. It's also the planet of, like, getting fucked up. It's also the mm-hmm. planet of maybe social media. All of our favorite indulgences okay. in life, right? Um, but it's also, like, what, like, the true things people see and the untrue things people see, whatever. But um, that is in your house, your seventh house. The seventh house, again, a planet in a house. The house gives it a flavor or a theme. But okay. the seventh house is about partnerships. It's about contracts. Uh, it can be about marriage. All of those it can be like a one-on-one thing Mm -hmm. so what was interesting to me about that was these two planets have a relationship to one another so your outward facing personality but also just this sense of like the other and like the fun and like being a very public person yeah they have a relationship but then also that's their relationship within you but this is all related to other people for you okay you know and I thought that that was what was really cool to see how intense that energy stood out in your chart immediately you also have it's a lot of other people. Yeah, a lot of it is about your relationships with other people, and that's not necessarily true of everybody's because um, you'll get your chart too. Your seventh house has a couple planets, so you have mm-hmm. maybe three, four planets in your okay. seventh house. I could look right now, but um, essentially, what that's saying is like you're also probably a one-on-one person. Is like mm-hmm. maybe your vibe. You do have a like social group aspect, but your son is the only one there, and that's a powerful planet. Yeah, and you might see that show up a lot, but you might really thrive one-on-one mm-hmm. um, or with someone you really trust or someone you know you kind of have like this social or actual contractual agreement with yeah. um, just based on how much influence is there or you might have just been affected in that area of your life, okay. right? Um, so that was just something that I noticed in in that entire relationship here. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have your Jupiter there. Your, yeah, okay. so you're going to thrive in, in partnerships with people. Jupiter is your planet okay. of expansion and abundance. Uh-huh. And like more, more, more indulgence, all the things. And that's in your seventh house. So you probably invest a lot in people around you mm-hmm. um, in whatever way that that is. And you also probably like gain energy from being around people. Yeah. Um, just based on Jupiter being there. And that's also aspected to your son as well. So your public life is very much about your relationships that you have with people. 
Yes. Yeah. Is what I see on that. Okay. And if that like is yes. something you feel strongly about, great. If it's something you're like, actually I feel this way about, say it because it always yeah. makes me interested because I can dive deeper. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, which I think is something that I've come to terms with really re- like in the last couple of years is mm-hmm. just that like that, that I do love people and that like mm-hmm. my life is about, like mm-hmm. I told you, I had taken my like discover your dharma like yeah. your life's purpose. Yeah. And my life's purpose is as a nurturer and a caretaker. Mm-hmm. Like it is about other people, which is when I started mm-hmm. to take my jobs mm-hmm. and surround them around helping other people yeah. because that's what serves me. Yes. But it also is a theme of, okay, well, this is what I have done for so long mm-hmm. and this is what I've found like fulfillment in. Yeah. Which I'm a huge advocate for people to find that out mm-hmm. and then surround their like life with that. Yeah, 100%. But even the yeah. planets represent a specific set thing. Yes. And then the houses are a theme. Yep. And so when they well, sit you might there, experience it defines that thing. what that planet means to you, right? Yes. Okay. So, uh, for instance, I mentioned your Jupiter earlier. Jupiter, um, planet of abundance and like mm-hmm. excess and like the parties and the glamour yeah. and our favorite indulgences and vices. Um, that is going to show up differently depending on the house that it falls in for people. Okay. So for you, it's in your partnerships, um, you know, but then there's also like your first house, right? And if someone had Jupiter in their first house, your first house is a little bit more about your public image and how you physically look. Okay. So they might be somebody who's really into like very like looking, very like glamorous, luxurious, yeah. like all the things, blah, blah, blah. And that doesn't mean you can't feel that way if Jupiter's somewhere else, right? Yeah. But it just means that the energy could be intensified in that area of okay. your life when things yeah. like that come up. Um, because everybody in their chart, for instance, has empty houses. For instance, your first house mm-hmm. um, is an empty house. It doesn't have anything in it. Um, right. But that doesn't mean that you don't like love to tend to like all the things beauty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at you right now. You're gorgeous. But it just means that that might not be – that's probably more stable area of your life if, mm-hmm. if it's an empty house, right? Because there's just not interaction right. happening there. Yeah. You know, so it's maybe not like your okay. major focus happening in life. Yeah. So that's okay. how houses a little bit can affect it. Okay. What does that look like? Because mm-hmm. I know we've touched on it before. Mm-hmm. But you said that there's a lot of background of astrology that ties in with karmic – Yes. Journeys. Yes. What does that? Where so, does that tie in, or is it mm-hmm. separate? So, for context, um, Maddie's chart. Like when I looked at it, there's a reason that I said this because there's just like evidence of finishing karmic cycles in your chart. Mm-hmm. Um, but that goes into. I mean, there's a lot of ways that it can touch. But for me, when I look at a chart, I think of degree theory. So, if what we're talking about is interesting to you. You can look up degree theory in astrology, and that can kind of start to get you there. But um, there is degrees to each planet. So each, you know, planet, you have your position, and then it sits in house, and then there's a degree, and then they interact with each other. So it's a lot. But your sun is at the 29th degree. So that's the final degree right there. Um, And being the final degree, that usually denotes, like, you are to the end of a karmic lesson, a karmic cycle, in this specific area of your life. So for you, that's your son. That's how you present outwardly to the world. Mm-hmm. Like maybe in your past lives, it's like you kind of had, you learned your lesson, stumbled, but like in this life, it's where you kind of like get to like enjoy having been like, I've refined how I present and I feel okay. good about that, you know, or 
or at least like I, I've come to like this final hill of the lesson yeah. on it, you know? And not only is that true for your sun, but it is true for your Neptune. And we just talked about your Neptune because these are the planets that interact mm-hmm. that are showing this public image concept in your life, yeah. right? Um, and your Neptune is also at the end of a karmic cycle at 29 degrees. Okay. So not a lot of, it doesn't, most people might not have a 29 degree planet. They might, mm-hmm. they might not, you know, but you have two and they interact with one another. Um, so for me, it's an area where you have a lot of confidence in your life. Mm-hmm. You might feel really mature in a place where you have a planet with 29 degrees. Okay. Um, and so I would guess with like, again, I said Neptune earlier, it can be like even the planet of like, you know, getting fucked up and having fun. Yeah. For you, you're probably able to be discerning about those things. It's mm-hmm. like not like you do it or don't do it. It's more just that you're like, that's not where you're going to have like issues in your life. You know, gotcha. you you have yeah. a maturity in regards to stuff like that. Yeah. To where you're actually able to say, okay, I can like utilize this for the good, for other people, for myself, for yeah. this quest of like living publicly in order to have like these social circles mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. Um, because you have such a maturity in these planets mm-hmm. in your chart. So, um, but then it's like if you have a planet that's one degree, and I don't know if you do, but just if anyone does, right? Yeah. And you don't. But that denotes like, okay, you're at the beginning of a karmic cycle. This is like, you're going to be seeing some new lessons mm-hmm. in this life or, you know, maybe, and, and again, I'm not even someone who I super subscribe to it or super don't. I'm yeah. just like right in the middle. But like, um, it, it could be too that you are maybe like, I don't want to say fucked up in a past life, but I guess I don't have a better word for it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're yeah. like, you, yeah. you, now you got to learn some stuff, you yeah. know, or I didn't. So that's what it could mean. Like your lowest degree planet, um, it's your Mercury. Okay. And it is your Pluto. Okay. So your Mercury, that's how you think. It's how you communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, it is how you speak. Okay. All very like tangible things. Yeah. Um, what's really great for you your Mercury's in the same sign as your sun. So probably the way you want to be perceived or the way that, you know, you intend to be perceived is the way that you are perceived. Because there's an alignment okay. of, like, how you want to present and then how you think and speak. Yeah. Not everybody has that. Lucky, is that because you. it is that way or is that because I'm good at projecting that? Like, is that, like... Yeah, it might be that you're true, good at projecting it, things. Okay. Like, so it doesn't necessarily mean one or the other. It just is that they align. Mm-hmm. They align. Okay. Um, in astrology, the word we use is conjunct. So, cause okay. you have Taurus and Taurus there. Okay. Um, but actually it's funny now that I think about it, yours aren't conjunct cause even though they're the same degree or the same sign rather, they're quite a few degrees apart because while your sun's at like the end of this karmic cycle, your Mercury's closer to the beginning. It's four degrees. So okay. you might be learning a lot of new lessons in this life regarding like your communication and how you speak. Yeah. You know, your relationship to your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is it's probably guided by a really mature outward sense of self that you have um and so I would imagine that it makes feeling newer than that area or feeling less steady um it, it helps that you have this like mature guiding force that intensifies it and is conjunct with it or the same your gotcha. Pluto though at the new at a newer cycle that's always kind of interesting Pluto is the planet of like transformation death like rebirth all the crazy things like Phoenix yeah. rising from the ashes is your Pluto okay. and yours is at um four degrees so you know like there might be times of life where there's some reactivity there's some roller coasters mm-hmm. to ride for you and that's just what it is um a lot of times they also say the planet with the lowest degree like 
if you're provoked or if you're mad or if you're mm-hmm. drunk, it's like the first one to react, you know, the lowest degree yeah. planet uh, that you've got. Okay. So you might be somebody that like, you know, if, if you didn't get enough sleep that day, like you're, you're quick with your tongue because, you, mm-hmm. you know, your mercury, it's a lower degree. Okay. And it could be like a little explosive, you know. Yeah. You're like, you're going to say something, it's going to be snappy and like mm-hmm. that's it. And you're like, whoa. Um, yeah. Because our lower degree planets are more like the baby of the zodiac. Our higher right. degree planets are yeah. like the wise people of the zodiac. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. The whole thing and did you ever watch Friends? Yes. Okay. All this ever makes me think of is when Phoebe tells Joey that he's brand new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, I wish I remember my past. And she's like, honey, you're brand new. Like, you don't jo- have any. Joey is brand new. He, he's I'm just so brand new. It. He's and fresh. And ever since then, sometimes I do meet people and I'm like, you're brand new. <laughs> that, I but love I, that thought. Because I that's so real. Because you, you say it and I can like think. In a way though, being brand new too, it's like. I'm like, I wish. <laughs> oh yeah. my God, I wish. But it makes them yeah. like childlike. You know, like yes. so even if they're older or whatever, you can see them. It's a in younger more of a energy. Universal yeah. age rather yes. than their exact. Because you've met people who are older and you're like, what is wrong with you? Oh my. Well, what and it's like, like shocking. It's yeah. shocking. Well, because I also think too, the two people having a conversation in my mind, like since I was probably five years old, mm-hmm. I've been told I have like a, I'm an old soul vibe, yeah. you know, and I feel like you have the same energy yeah. or probably like lived that same life. Cause I also have a late degree son. So mine's mm-hmm. 28 degrees, yours 29 degrees. So okay. I'm one step behind you in my yeah. karmic cycle. Okay. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. But come on, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But yeah, it's like, I've always been told that. And then it's so interesting to like those things you've always been told. And then I look at my chart and it's like, Oh, okay. That there's, that makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, how does that, do you feel like people who are of similar karmic cycles mm-hmm. find each other mm-hmm. or is there a lot of mix and matching? You know, what does I can say regarding that, if you want to find somebody who's lived a similar track in life to you mm-hmm. and you want to use astrology to do it, what you want to do is look at the rising sign that you have. And then you look at the degree that your rising sign is in. So let's look at yours for, um, an example, right? You have a Leo rising at six degrees you want to find somebody who also has a Leo rising within five degrees, whatever okay. yours is. And then you want to look back at life and like age, like that's where you go ages mm-hmm. of your life. Okay, what was going on when you were 12? What was going on yeah. when you were 19? What was going on when you were 23? Yeah. And they're going to have similar stories to tell. And it's going to be weird. Yeah. Um, and that's to me what I would say in terms of like, if you want to like find these life cycles matching up, but then it's like, okay, people in differing degrees of karmic cycles, number one, I feel like it can be so nuanced because there's these parts of our soul that are newer and these parts of our soul yeah. that are older. It's like, I kind of feel like we're just like these little soul jigsaw puzzle pieces, you know? Yeah. And it's like some people like for us, that old energy is so outwardly presenting. Mm-hmm. It, it is for both of our charts. But yeah. like, I also think there's like, I know at least for me, there's newer energies in me too. That's just not what's like the, that's not the public facing thing. Yeah. That's not my social totally. thing. That might be my internal thing. It's not like everybody's thing. So I think that we find, and I'm a big person because it depends, right? But I think we find a little bit of our yin-yang people. Yeah. Like I think of one of my best friends and I feel like she is like beginning of a karmic cycle vibes. Yeah. But sometimes those people, first old soul people, I think they like simplify life down. Yeah. You know, keeps you connected to like, yeah. to the, to the fun, to the smiles, to the simplicity where we're thinking in like these nuanced complexities all the time and it can be yeah. like tiring. So yeah. that's my personal belief on it. But also, yeah. like, 
I believe that's who I choose to seek. And maybe it's also due to how my turn is. Yeah. You know? Could be different for everybody. Yeah. This is definitely the nurturer in me. Mm-hmm. But I also wonder if you find people, like people later in their karmic cycles, mm-hmm. find people earlier to guide them. I could so but see that's that. But that's so... It's a sweet thought. Like, and I like that a lot. But I think so it's true. so of me to be like, oh, but how can this... But I kind of agree with that because I, I think, like, like, I've even heard, and I'm literally, I'm only saying this because we're on this topic, it's, like, not a two-man yeah. horn thing because I think you're going to have a similar experience. Uh-huh. I've heard people say to me, like, oh, my God, the way you said that, that's so wise and, like, that was so helpful and, like, mm-hmm. you really broke that down for me. And it's, like, to me, it's, like, I don't think of that as work or I don't think of that as, like, who I am. I don't know. I'm, like, really? Yeah. Okay, that landed? Great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, <laughs> like, um. Which means it's more inherent to who you are rather yes. than that you're trying that's what I was kind of getting at is I Mm -hmm. think it's these things that are almost so inherent and familiar to us we don't notice all the time yeah that older energy in us totally you know because I also think having a more mature energy or being closer to an end of a karmic cycle comes with this knowledge the more I know the less I know yeah and like openness to other people's experiences even if you're pretty grounded in what your own is totally so, so when I say things, I'm like, hey, this might be my experience. It doesn't have to be yours. Yeah. But I think, like, maybe the people who are on the younger karmic cycle vibes, like, they're more able to help you identify, no, like, that's, that's a value, the things you yeah. say. I don't know. I'm so interested in a case study of, like, essentially, like, categories of people. Like, totally. where does this person fall in this? Do people later on in their cycles are they mm-hmm. more open to a general feeling of spirituality than a mm-hmm. narrowed down because they know that once you think you know everything you don't like mm-hmm. that thing that you expressed are they more open to new ideas overall because mm-hmm. they know mm-hmm. more essentially I think that they're able to access being open I don't think they they have to be yeah. because I think it's like you can look at it's how you use it yeah you know so are you going to use that seasoned older more mature end of karmic cycle energy for something that's constructive or something that's not yeah i don't think it necessarily is going to push you in one way or the other i guess yeah if that makes sense yeah so and we can keep going at this too i just like yeah you know my brain yes um as like how do you feel as far as like predetermination mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that cuz i think yeah. that i brought this up with like babies mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can schedule a c section mm-hmm. or an induction or you can yes. plan to get pregnant at a certain time mm-hmm. obviously the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. universe has its own ways yeah. right like yes like you can plan it and it might happen with yeah. your plan it might not yeah yeah but say but how much control do you think then people have over something like that mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. i think i guess specifically in because creating a life yeah. is so unique yes to our life cycle yep. so being able to create a life do you think that the universe's control karmic cycle is mm-hmm. the overall mm-hmm. controlling force or do you think that we have control over the lives that we create and put in the world I think that and it's just my belief right that I think that it's more universe than us Mm -hmm. I think like when I want to think it's like I got the control 
the world kicks me in the ass and tells me you don't, you know, and remember that. Yeah. Um, and I, and from what you brought up specifically, it makes me think about how an astrologer I followed shared a story of how her first daughter, there were, or rather, rather her second child, her first child, like, you know, right when, right when they're born, she looks at the chart and she's like, oh, good, we're going to have a good relationship and this, this and this and that, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And she can look into it even deeper than I. And then, like, her second child, she um, had to plan a C-section because of, like, okay. I think it was health things for her pregnancy, whatever. Yeah. And she said when she saw the date and saw the time and, like, looked it all up, she cried. And she was yeah. crying for, like, two weeks. She's like, oh, my God. Like, she's not going to have a good relationship with me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, she's going to dislike me. And there's nothing I can do about that. I can be the best mom I want to be, and that's just what it is. Yeah. And... Then her doctor had said, okay, well, and her doctor's not into astrology. It wasn't like a holistic one. But they were just like, look, if you're that upset about this, then we shouldn't be doing it, like, at this time. If Uh you're that upset, let's just move it or, like, let it happen naturally or whatever, even though, you know, there was some health things to be be had. And um, essentially she has the baby. It's a week later. Okay. And then they find out as she's having a baby that – she's like she's got like dirt in her mouth well it's so funny because she won't eat the plants at my house and it's not the plant i'm worried that she's getting the fertilizer yeah pieces and i just don't want her to get sick and she would i don't care that her face is in the plant i don't want her to get sick no thank you for taking care of of my girl honestly (laughs) now now and forever i just know that there's little like these little stupid pellets of like fertilizer and she's like yummy (laughs) she's like yummy no but uh anyways with with that woman's story she had said that they then find out when the baby's delivered that she had an underdeveloped heart and had the baby been born a week earlier, that day that was making her cry and cry and cry. Oh, wow. That it wouldn't have been able to live because the heart was, like, wow. so underdeveloped. And, like, they were able to, like, you know, put it in the NICU and, like, it was in her daughter's good and whatever. But then also the chart that then her daughter had was one that was such way – spelled out a way better life for her. Gotcha. And so she was kind of like – you, you know, you think you make plans or like, I mm-hmm. thought that was the worst thing in the world. And like, I think it's like the universe pushes yeah. you in little ways of what's meant to happen. What's not. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that at the same time she did kind of control. Like if she, she did. had not have yes. had the knowledge that she had about yeah. that, she wouldn't have looked it up. She would yeah. have cared. And yeah. So it's kind of a weird, especially with that specific story of like, I think it's such a little balancing beam of the control yeah. she did have, but then ways in which she didn't know maybe she was even doing the right thing you know to me it seems like the same thing as nature versus nurture totally you could argue both sides all day but in the end the fact is they interact with each other totally so your karmic cycle Mm -hmm. your life your energy Mm -hmm. is interacting with this other cycle and life energy so it's not an independent controlling this thing it's that it's all intertwined yeah basically yeah I think that that's just beautiful. It's so beautiful. I really do think it is. I think it's like, what what did I say? It's like this mindset of like, you know, these days I feel like it's kind of popular for people to be kind of nihilistic and nothing matters and yeah. all the stuff. But it's like, I kind of, I saw this idea where it's like, you can say nothing matters with a frown on your face and then you can say nothing totally. matters with a smile on your face. Yeah. And like, I think knowing how intertwined like the nature versus nurture is, how intertwined our control versus the universe's control is is really magical for like that nihilistic with a smile on your face reason totally like i think that honestly through astrology 
in a way, but you know, just other life understanding, but astrology helps. I've been able to even let go of this idea that the choices I make, like that's a bad choice. That's a good choice. Totally. There's two paths. You can make a choice. There's two mm-hmm. paths. Maybe there's, if you had five choices, I guess there's five paths, you know, yeah. and it's going to just take you down a path. Yeah. It doesn't have to be good or bad. Yeah. None of it does. You know, yeah. it's what you make it. Totally. I feel like the more I learn about this stuff, the more it helps me to like embrace that where it's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, you should make informed decisions and you should try your best to yeah. like work with your path, but mm-hmm. also understand that like, it is just a path. Like it's yeah. also fine. I don't know. Yeah. It's a windy yeah. path. Yeah. It's a surely a windy path, but I'm with you on that. I think it's like, it has been a good locus of being able to release my perceived control on the world. Yeah. Cause I think it's like the control we perceive like is like kind of grand compared to the control we have. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So there's your sun, your mm-hmm. moon, your rising, your mm-hmm. houses, mm-hmm. your planets, mm-hmm. your transits, mm-hmm. all the things. So what else? What I can break down here is so if you I'm going to like walk the path that I think if you're okay. into astrology or want to be into astrology, here's how you can like break it down for yourself. So start with, okay, you know your sun sign. That's probably what you already know. Then literally Google free birth chart, okay? First mm-hmm. link, whatever. And then you put in your birth chart information. So that is your birthday. That is where you were born and the time you were born. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to get your whole chart. But the first thing to look at, your sun, moon, rising. Um, that's called the big three in astrology. Mm-hmm. And that tells you, sun, how you outwardly present okay to people in like a more of a personality way yeah some people even say your sun sign is what you grow into um rather than maybe what you inherently are but you you kind of become this over the span of your life your moon sign is part of your big three number two and that's your emotions that might be your inner world your inner self um how you know things affect you how you feel um and it can also be you when you're drunk (laughs) fun things uh, like just you and inhibitions are lowered, okay. perhaps. And then your rising sign, um, that's like how you look physically. So if you look up people with Leo risings for you, mm-hmm. um, Leo risings, like they're very known for their hair usually, mm-hmm. like long hair, big hair. Think like lion's okay. mane, lion reference yeah. Leo. Um, I'm a Cancer rising, and for mm-hmm. Cancer risings, um, Cancer is the planet of the moon, so okay. we have moon faces. Okay. Um, some also say we're blessed in the chest. Um, so there's different little yeah. things for each rising sign, okay. but that's a, could, could be a little bit how you look. Um, but again, you know, you might look saying, I'm be like, that's not how I look. Well, it interacts with other stuff depending on your chart potentially. Okay. And it can also, you know, drive you in one way or the other, but that's one way you can look at it. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times like your rising sign might be more how you see yourself or people see you. Could be, doesn't have mm-hmm. to be, could be. Um, so that's your big three great great place to start if right now you just know your sun sign or got introduced to that mm-hmm. and then you can look up like what are the traits of a Taurus Leo whatever and uh, that can be helpful to you also as you gain understanding as you go then the next place to go in my opinion mm-hmm. is your big six okay. so big six then we're introducing three new planets to your big three so that's your Mercury and that's how you think your intellect how you communicate um, all those things and then your Venus and that's your love, pleasure in life, the things you like, your possessions, okay. material things. Uh, and then your Mars. Your Mars, it's like, um, they say it's like a malefic planet. 
and it's your actions. It might be your work life. It's your drive, um, sex life, all the things mm-hmm. is your Mars. Okay. So they call it the big six because these are your personality planets. Okay. So the big six, if you're like into what's my personality, okay, that's going to kind of build this little what is your personality like idea. Yeah. Um, from there, your planets are more, they call them your generational planets. Okay. So, like, I'm the Pluto and Scorpio generation. Like, there's a okay. million of us. And then that's when houses become more interesting on where your generational planets are. So, okay, you know the big six. Don't yeah. go into generational planets. That's a lot. Okay. Go into houses from there. Okay. So, then learn just houses one through 12. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And my planets in, where are my planets falling in them? My big six, where are those falling? Because if you pull up um, your birth chart, you're going to see the generational planets uh, and everything in there, just like your big six and where it is in the house chart. Because that's going to be something that's like tangible to you. You, okay. you get your personality. That's tangible, graspable. Um, and yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. Now, there's a host of things you can go from here, but you're gonna have a pretty great understanding if you know what your big six is in a house system, and like you could talk to someone who f- says they know a lot about astrology, and you'd yeah. be like perfect on that. You know, okay. you'd be good to go. Um, then just a host of other topics you can get into. Think of it like electives, if you yeah. astrology electives, yeah. <laughs> if you want to get deeper into it. Uh, you were talking a lot about karmic cycles, so yeah. degree theory. Degree theory is a big one. Okay. Um, and it can also you know provide little flares to like your planets and everything. So degree theory is big. A huge one is aspects. So aspects okay. is your the planets you have, their relationships to each other. Um, so they can be in harmonious relationships. So they work really well together and they are just like great partners, peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. They can be in disharmonious relationships. So maybe there's a bit of butting heads or this is an area of conflict in your life. Again, that's not good and bad. It's just yeah. more of things go very smoothly or things take more time. Um... And that can be really interesting to look into. Now, beyond aspects, you can go into transits. So that's like, let's say you've got a big event coming up and you want to know how that day is going to go. <laughs> you okay. look into transits. Okay. Um, or that's that's one that, you know, hearkening back to when I said, like, hedge fund managers have astro- like astrologers. Yeah. They're looking at transits. Like, okay, okay, when am I buying? When am I selling? Yeah. That's what they're doing. Um so you could look into that if you're interested in, or things that happen in your life, go all the way back. Okay, what was happening at this time of life? Um, transits. Another thing that you can look into is synastry. Okay. Synastry is how your chart interacts with somebody else's. So like you could put up you and your partners and say, okay, how are we interacting on like the things we love? Are we similar? Yeah. Are we different? You know, is it harmonious? Is it disharmonious? Yeah. How are we interacting on our emotions? Is it harmonious? Is it disharmonious? Is it, you know, it, it can help just understand the language someone else is speaking, where they're coming from yeah. when you look at synastry. And you can even look at synastry with transits. Like, you can put all these pieces together if you want and get a really yeah. big, messy picture. Um, and it's fun. And then other than, you can look into your generational planets not as big of a deal in my opinion. I mean, it is, but it's just like, you know, you can get there down the line. That more matters what house placement they're in to mm-hmm. say like, again, Pluto, transformation, but also a generational planet. Mm-hmm. So it's not that everyone in that generation is experiencing the exact same transformation. You have yeah. to look at where it is in your houses and how it interacts with everything else. So okay. if you were interested in houses and aspects, that's how you can understand your generational planets more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would look at your midheaven. It's a really cool one. Your midheaven is your legacy and like where you're headed in life. Um, 
a lot of people say for like career reasons. Mm -hmm. Your North Node is also really similar in this way. Um, North Node is like what you build to in this life, whereas Midheaven is more your legacy you leave. So um, those are really cool if you're like mm -hmm. wanting to use astrology as a conduit for like what career should I have or yeah. um, I don't know what's going on. What's my life's purpose? Like those yeah. are places where you can look and it might tell you a little something. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell me mine? Yeah, I can. Okay. I actually had already looked at it. <laughs> um, so your midheaven is in Aries. And so to me, <laughs> what I thought was funny about this was like I always see you posting like your – daily to-do lists and things yeah. like that and like what you're doing and you're just okay. like a big check the box and knock it off girl it seems like yeah. to me and Aries is about getting shit done so okay. I'd mentioned Mars earlier and how it's about work and all the things and Aries is like a Mars energy planet so okay. you're about getting shit done okay you um Aries is also the first sign of the zodiac so oftentimes it's called like the baby of the zodiac in the way that it can be reactive but mm -hmm. also it's like the leader it's leading the pack everybody's behind aries mm -hmm. so they're big doers okay. so you are meant to do in this life okay for instance like i've got a pisces mc which uh -huh. is quite literally like I'm, I'm number 12 in the zodiac i'm coming up last so for me uh -huh. i'm meant to be okay. which yeah sometimes i'm mad about because i'm like yeah. okay i would love it if i had like that like how am i supposed to just be give me the task yes. to do but you're a big doer okay. so that's you and then um Let's see, your, um, what was the other one I mentioned that I wanted to look at? We have your Midheaven, and then I mentioned that I wanted to look at your, well, your, yes, node. your North Node. Yes. Why could I not think of that? Your North Node. So your North Node, it's just like mine. It's in Virgo. So um, also kind of just spells out to me, like just from how I perceive you, I uh -huh. see that. But um, Virgo is a very organized planet. Uh -huh. um, it's a very practical planet. Okay. It is like mercurial and then when we say that in astrology we mean like it's communicative but okay. it's also like playful and it's also yeah. witty but then still like there's this structure component to virgo mm -hmm. so i really i love virgo energy i love yeah. it like i said my two siblings are virgo i love virgo energy but um so for you in this life you are building to like being this person where you have these systems and structures that support you and others around you and okay. that's what you want um that means your south node just like mine is pisces so it's like what you might be really good at is like Pisces denotes this mystical, philosophical, mm -hmm. head in the clouds energy. Yeah. Um, it's slow, it's chill, it's imaginative, and you might be really good at that. Mm -hmm. And it's great to like not ditch the qualities of your south node, but like sometimes you can use them as a vice and like lean into okay. like that energy as a crutch. So for us, it's like the imaginative, creative, playful energy, maybe instead of actually doing it you yeah. know and totally. so your north node asks you to like it's kind of like your higher self it's like okay, okay use these qualities of your south node actually use them mm -hmm. and like put them out there okay. with that north node energy yeah. and again i love that you have an aries midheaven kind of that legacy you're going to leave as a doer because i think yeah. it really supports the structure that you might be looking to build i don't know as you work towards north node qualities so kind of totally. cool stuff so that's just that's I'm geeking out about mm -hmm. that yeah because, and I'll, I'll tell you about okay, it later I'm because excited. it's like a thing that I've been like working on oh I'm um, excited and it's uh, that's so cool mm -hmm. <laughs> um I love when I hit aha moments with, with yeah this stuff you know yeah and it's, it's cool to be like to see it projected in mm -hmm. a different way that also yeah. makes me feel like oh I'm like on the right path you know yeah. 
Like, this thing has been yeah. speaking to me, and it keeps bugging me. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I need to figure out how to do this, mm-hmm. which speaks to the doer. Yep. But it also speaks to this whole thing that matches up to, like, mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. But also that I tend to get wrapped up in the creative energy well, and yeah. less in the practicality of, it, like, making it actually happen. 100%, especially because you're Neptune. Um Neptune, it's like a Pisces planet. Mm-hmm. So again, the Pisces is like the imagine of creative energy. It's your south node, but it's also your mm-hmm. Neptune. And like Neptune is prominent in your chart. So there is this pr- prominent creative, even spiritual energy going yeah. on in your chart. But it's crazy because there's also really actionable energy going on in your chart. So I can mm-hmm. see that being a big theme in your life of like yeah. these two things are pulling me, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Oh my gosh, I can't remember even the question that I was going to ask you because I got so distracted. <laughs> okay, I love that. I love that. Um, okay, what were we talking about? Well, we talked about like the rung of like what people could go through to learn about their chart. Um, oh, and yes. I ended okay. on our Midheaven and North Node. Yeah. Um, I think the question I had had nothing to do with that. That's so. How, oh, do it. For as far as like, okay, so there's places where we line up. There's obviously places where a lot of people end up. Can you have a perfect chart twin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in your life? You Okay, it was funny because you brought up the subject and I had meant to broach it further and I honestly yeah. haven't. But it's like, okay. I'm sure you can. What's mm-hmm. funny actually is, um, it's so funny. I like I feel like, okay, I like listen to podcasts obviously, but yeah. it's funny to like be recording one and yeah. think like, you know when people on podcasts are like, well, I hope this person doesn't listen to the podcast. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I know this person would never, but it's also just funny to think about. But uh-huh. I had a best friend in high school who quite literally had the exact same chart as me, except a different rising sign. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so he was my best friend. And uh, I mean, maybe we were similar. It's hard, yeah. to, it's hard to say when you're in like a, you know, totally in a friendship with somebody. But um, I feel like we presented very differently in ways. Yeah. So I don't know. But we weren't perfect chart twins, right? But it still yeah. makes me think of that subject of, like, you had said, okay, the baby's born at the hospital, that same hospital that day. Like, you know? But also yeah. think about in your life, like, how many people have you met? Well, I say that. I say that as if you have 40 birth <laughs> charts on your phone. Never mind. Um, but it's like. Well, you do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. And it's like, I have all these people who I know as birth charts. And yeah. I don't even hardly know people who with the same big three yeah which gotcha. is weird because it's like why are these people not flocking each other but i think yeah. it almost goes back in a weird way to like those karmic cycles of like all those babies born in the hospital on the same day like maybe that energy doesn't need to be together <laughs> you totally. know what i mean like totally it disperses into the world and somehow we all yeah. do and then we're not with these babies that we were born in the hospital with i don't know yeah i don't know or at least that's my experience so yeah i'm not coming from that in more of a knowledgeable scientific perspective that's my in the yeah. clouds thoughts on it you know as far as certain people working towards certain, like, careers or, like, yeah. like whatever the things force them into certain paths. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is too, I don't know. Sure. Something. Sure. Stop me if we get there and you're like, uh, I don't know. No, I don't um, What does that look like as far as, like, the people in charge? So certain mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. are drawn to power, to being in charge. How does oh. that affect, like, for politics oh, or I for got leadership you. or, like... There's, How do you think that yeah. affects the world? There's um, fame indicators in charts. Okay. So, mm. yeah, which is super cool. There's wealth indicators okay. in charts. And, I mean, or even, like, 
there's even like I don't know how to say this like indicators that you could be like a murderer in your chart. Totally. I know yeah. it sounds like whoa, but it's like if you look at like all the murderers. I mean, mm-hmm. to be honest, they're all Virgos and Gemini's, Pisces. Yeah. I can say it. I'm I got the energy. You yeah. know. Yeah. There's even certain degrees that might denote stuff like that. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. So, um, like for instance. I have a fame indicator in my chart. I'm waiting yeah. on it to happen, okay? Yes. But I do have a fame indicator in my chart. And one of those is having a planet at the 28th degree. Okay. Uh, it is a degree that indicates, like, being a household name. Okay. So th- there's different fame indicators and what they could mean. And that's yeah. the specific phrase of being a household name is that one. And okay. that doesn't mean, like, in the world necessarily. It could mean in your social circles. Totally. It could be, like, you're that bitch that causes all this conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But, um... Like, another one that's, like, big for uh, celebrities that you'll Mm -hmm. see is Neptune in the first house. Okay. So, Mm. again, this planet of, like, illusion being in your house of how you present. Okay. So that's a big one for famous people, which is really interesting. Because the... Oh, no, that would be a degree. Would be, like, newness. The first house is not necessarily... No, the first house is not necessarily new, but it is how you present, and it's, like... How others see you. Yes. Okay. So your Neptune, which is like this dreamy house of illusion, mm-hmm. being in your first house, is often what famous people have, which is just kind of interesting because like That's of how so they must project yeah. to the world, I imagine. Yeah. Um, for instance, like Kim Kardashian has that. Mm-hmm. Those people are also known to be like otherworldly beauties. Again, like okay. this dreamy beauty. Yes. Marilyn Monroe has this quality. Okay. So just kind of interesting. Also, just love the tie between Marilyn Monroe and Kim Kardashian. Uh, with also her wearing. I, I know. The dress. We, I, it feels we forget. Like a we forget, of, but we don't. It's a circle of it yes. all. No, I know. I mean, I'm sure Kim would love to know she shares some things with uh, yeah. with Miss Marilyn. I bet she knows. I oh, I bet that was why she. They've got to have an astrologer, the Kardashian ladies. I just well, hundred percent super into it. So yeah, absolutely. M- Miss Cancer. Oh, we know. We and we can tell. Yeah, and yeah. we can tell. Kim was talking about, and I haven't watched all of it. It was what I was doing before I was coming yeah. here. But I watched the latest episode oh, or uh-huh. whatever. And she's talking about, like, saving her mother's hip bones from oh, her hip okay. surgery to make jewelry. Yeah. And I'm like, I see stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, there's, I need to look more into her chart. Because there's got to be some, there's mm-hmm. something there. Yeah. There's something yeah. there. But she's a Libra to a T, you know. Okay. Libras are very, like prim and proper beauties and like you know I've never met an ugly Libra son I never have I never have they have the pretty privilege they just are pretty privileged people and that's very Kim and then you have like conniving Scorpio Kris Jenner and we love it so they're they're a fun little astrology case study because they present so much of their lives so you're able to look at their charts and actually kind of like be like oh this is how that could play out and then when you see that you can look back at your chart, your friends' charts, and like provide context if that makes sense. So celebrities yeah. are also, if you're trying to learn astrology, check out celebrities' charts that you know and follow mm-hmm. along with because they're kind of like live case studies. Yeah, it's so interesting to me that your chart affects the way you physically appear. Yeah, because personality, yeah. I feel like I can wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. And the way that you look to me feels so genetic. Yeah, it feels so DNA. Totally, and personality does feel like this meta. Totally. External, otherworldly connection. Yeah. And physical, the way you mm-hmm. look is so very that. right here. It's very yes. this earth. It's very human. Yep. Mm-hmm. And for that to be affected is wild to me. Yeah. Which I think there's a lot that you can do if you really care mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to change the way you look and totally. bring yourself to be, mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. a certain way. Yeah. 
Well, and but I will say like, that's a, it's so interesting. It's so interesting. I, I have to say it just because this placement is very uh, interesting to me. But what yeah. we were just talking about Neptune in the first house, another thing about it, other than being famous and another worldly beauty, yeah, it's a big plastic surgery indicator too. Mm. So because um, like, in your first house, they care a lot. Too, yeah, they about, care a lot. It's not just that they're like. It's not just that they effortless. Yeah, like they care. It's that they care. A they lot. care. Okay. Yeah, they care. Um, and. So I need to find a, I should find a picture because there's like a, there's an account I follow or whatever that posts uh, like, like a bunch of celebrities of the same rising in the same thing yeah. so you can see it, which is fun. Um, and I think too, you know, when I see that, I think of it as you have to be kind of a little meta about it in my, yeah. in my opinion, right? Yeah. So it's like, as a cancer rising, that's me, mm-hmm. they say that you're going to have like more of the lunar moon rounded qualities okay um more cherubic more youthful vibes is how you could look okay um and again the reason like so like cancer also rules the chest Mm -hmm. and like that's why again could it be like a a booby person you could be you know but again there's environmental factors to all of those things totally but then um leo right it again rules hair Mm -hmm. so it's like that's where you're seeing big hair on people or something like that but it doesn't mean like I feel like it's like you could also look at that and then take it and like, oh, they're like got strong brows. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like could be like a different like yeah. nuance of the qualities that it's speaking of. Totally. But I do feel like I see it present a little bit. Cause mm-hmm. I totally like I know for me, I have like a circle face. Like I don't know. Uh-huh. Or there's this whole concept in like the astrology community of like dressing, even for your rising sign. Okay. And your Venus sign. Okay. So Venus is like the possessions and what you love and all the yeah. things, and your rising sign is how you look. So it's like there's this concept of if you dress in like accordance to like those things and like the vibes of them, then you'll like kind of look like your true essence, which like I'm not saying I like fully buy into it, but it's okay. kind of a cool rabbit hole. It's so like, what are okay. mine? Because I've been working Let's on look. my personal style uh, and I've girl. come up with my three style words. Yes. Okay. I, oh my God. So I was doing so my- so interested. I love this. I was doing my three style words and then I was doing it with like- my rising in Venus. So I did like mm-hmm. kind of alone and then I was like, okay, like let's yes. look at rising in Venus. Yeah. So I love this. This is yeah. like where I'm, I'm thinking so right now. So, okay. Your rising is Leo and then your Venus is Gemini. Oh, I love Gemini. So, um, what it would say to me here is like, well, and also Gemini rules, mm-hmm. um, like the lungs and the respiratory system. Okay. So like can also be hands and feet too. Okay. Um, And so I would think of Gemini, it's a playful quality. So you might like to dress a little playfully and like creatively. And it's also like an air sign. So you're kind of like aloof, cool girl vibes too. Okay. You know? And then Leo rising, to me, that's kind of like, here's my thing. People kind of say Leos are attention seekers. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, they're not. They just get attention. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. They're not seeking it. They just yeah. get it. Because they're the sun. It's so bright you can't look away. Yes. You know? Okay. They get attention. Okay. So Leos are some where you could be like a flair for the dramatics, make a bold statement with a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a fixed sign. So I could see like a capsule wardrobe eat mm-hmm. vibe too for okay. Leo because a fixed sign denotes you're kind of stubborn and like yeah. like a like stableness. Yeah. So um, I can see that. But again, I see like a little bit of bold, fiery, but aloof, cool girl energy mm-hmm. in your style, okay. perhaps. Okay. What, are, what, are your, what are your three words, though? Eclectic, feminine, and chic. <gasps> Wait, I love it. And I, there's just, 
it's also cool to be like, oh wow, I actually know myself yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Like to have been able to pull mm-hmm. words that like because the thing was is like there's a lot of I just I love clothes. I love yeah. style. I think that it's just like an mm-hmm. incredible, fascinating thing of mm-hmm. the way that people express themselves. Mm-hmm. Um or lack thereof mm-hmm. is still an mm-hmm. expression. Yes. So to me, I had a hard time because there's so many styles that I love on other people. But trying to figure out what exactly it is that makes me feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. me. Like yes. when I put something yes. on and I'm like, this is cute, but like, who is she? Versus yes. when I put it on and I'm like, I love this. I feel like me. I feel like I'm presenting as my true self. Yes. And for me, I like went and looked at my Pinterest board of like mm-hmm. style. Like, and I was like, oh, there is a hard theme here. Yeah. <laughs> of like color, mm-hmm. of int- like very interesting pieces mm-hmm. paired mm-hmm. with something that kept it timeless. Yeah. And didn't look like you threw on six different patterns. Mm-hmm. Yes. To be the wildest thing. Yes. Which is that stubborn, it's that like. Yes. I still want it to be just so structured organized, enough. Organized, structured. But I love this wacky, wild, like, It's like you want to structure in the playfulness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. And I think that that's just the coolest meeting up. Isn't it cool? Of those things. Yeah. I feel like it's really cool when you see those things that align. And it's 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 just dope to be like, yeah, and I'm going to keep trucking in that direction. Okay. Yeah. You know? Good. Exactly. I'm like, sweet. Checkpoint. I'm on it. Yes. Like, yes. Roll on through. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. No, and it's like you could even like do a little TikTok search bar, like Leo mm-hmm. Rising style, and just see what comes up. Because I'd Love. be curious, or, or you know, Gemini Venus style. I'd be curious yeah. what comes up and if it, you know, yeah. fits in what not. Yeah. So, very cool. And I'm sure that there is so much around this, but I feel like there should be more scientific studies yes. around. And maybe I just have no idea about this. I need to dive into it mm-hmm. because it does exist. I'm just not aware of it. But mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like it's been around for so long Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's not used mm-hmm. as more of a, like, are there indicators mm-hmm. for, like, mm-hmm. health issues and, like, yes. that kind of thing? So yes. what do you think, I mean, I know that overall mm-hmm. the culture is uh, hesitant mm-hmm. to accept that kind yes. of medicine. Like, Eastern versus Western medicine. Totally. Like, that vibe. I think that, like, part of it is... In my experience, this type of system and understanding and belief requires a nuance to mm-hmm. to go for, you know? Yeah. Um, it, like, requires an understanding that it can show up differently for people, and it also requires, like, like it's kind of heavy. It's kind of thick. To be yeah. honest, astrology is kind of heavy for and sure. thick. So I think that that's part of it because it's not like you can, like, pick it up and – and read it like a book and understand it yeah. right away. You kind of have to educate yourself on on yeah. how to do it first and go from there. So there's like a level of commitment that I don't think people necessarily want to do unless they're like talking on FaceTime with their sister about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I also think it's like people have a hard time believing that. Like I remember, you know, when my boyfriend was kind of like, you know, not in, I know he's not like of the belief of astrology, totally. you know, but like, I was able to be like, okay, well, we can look at your chart and understand from here, 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 why you have stomach issues. <laughs> like, yeah. And to me, that's like, and I think that was even a moment for him where he's like, oh, that's like a very real and tangible thing that you yeah. just pointed out and described. Yeah. So I think a lot of times people don't see these real and tangible applications of it. And also it's like, 
I think people also have other belief systems where, you know. Totally. Like I think of like, some people are going to church every Sunday and that's, you know, their belief system and like they don't need another one. They have that one. So I think that's part of it. Yeah. What are the health indicators? What? Your sixth house is a big one. So I can look at yours because that's our case study today. It's all about Maddie today, everybody. (laughs) Uh, So your sixth house has just one planet in here. Oh my God. Well, and for you, or no, is that in your, okay, you've got one right on the border, so I cannot tell if it's sixth or seventh, to be honest. Okay. So the way that I'm going to say it right now is I'm pretty sure your sixth house is actually empty, Um, but your sixth house is in, I'm going to find what sign it's in to like give us a theme today. It's in Capricorn. So you're probably kind of regimented about your health, um, Mm -hmm. and like systematic, you are probably very committed to that. Um, like almost like you parent yourself in a health way of like, okay, I don't really want to do this, but I'm going to do it, you know, like, and have a discipline. So like, and that's a good thing to have because your sixth house, it's Virgo energy, which is earth energy. And so you have earth energy via Capricorn. So you're probably like aligned regarding health or have an easier time finding and feeling this alignment. Um, I'll see what I've got. If I've got anything in my sixth house, maybe to provide us. Yeah, what does it mean really if it's empty? If it's empty, it just means, like an empty house means there's less that might directly interact with it constantly. So it doesn't mean you are free of ailments forever. It doesn't mean you are never going to have a health issue, but it does mean that there's not like perhaps complexity surrounding that or it might not be a defining part of your life. Gotcha. You know, even if you were to have a big health thing come up, right? It might yeah. it might not just define your life. Okay. For me, spooky, I have uh, <laughs> I have my Pluto in okay. my sixth house. So, um, my Pluto, it's like your transformation, rebirth, death, all the things. Mm-hmm. So, for me in my life, I might have health experience that like really changes me. You know, okay. or um. I might, yeah, I might have something that really affects me. So when I was talking about my partner, he has his moon in the sixth house Mm -hmm. and his moon is in Virgo. Virgo rules the stomach. Okay. The sixth house, again, rules your health, also rules your work, your daily routines, but your health is one of them for the sixth house. So that's when I was able to say, okay, like you have stomach aches all the time because your Virgo moon, like you get nervous. Yeah. And your Virgo moon, when you get nervous, says our nerves are going straight to our stomach. Mm -hmm. And then... You know, it's in the sixth house. So that's your physical health. It all plays a little component in there. Because each zodiac also, there's like a body part that it rules. So okay. hypothetically, if you have a planet in there, you know, and it's of a certain sign, mm-hmm. then you can look at like even a body part of okay. which like, you know, it could be describing. Okay. So neither you or I really have anything super salient in those yeah. places. And now also this house can describe like your daily life and your work mm-hmm. and routines in your habits. So like you have to look at it again with that nuance of being yeah. like that could hit one of those categories and yeah. might not hit another. Yeah. So. Gotcha. More mm-hmm. of like maybe beware or think Beware, be think it. about like, it. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Like how Instead of like this means that you absolutely are going to have no. stomach ulcers your entire life. Like, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Or at least to yeah. my understanding of it. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, I know. It's pretty it's pretty crazy. Like for instance if you have like a Gemini placement in there could indicate you have something going on respiratory you know gotcha. like it could um 
So it's just it is pretty interesting how you can like really get into it there. Or if you had an yeah. Aries sign there, Aries rules the head, so it's like boink. Yeah. I was gonna say head trauma, but I wanted to say boink instead. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm glad you did. <laughs> right? Like, boink. like who knows? So yes. yeah. I know I wanted to ask you because mm-hmm. we had done I had because after I came home talking about this, Parker looked up his chart. And I can't oh. remember what exactly it was, but it said that he had a strong feminine energy. Yeah. And mine says that I have a strong masculine energy. Yes, and I was thinking does. about how I love when women have a strong masculine mm-hmm. and men have mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I think that it's such a beautiful balance. Mm-hmm. Those are the men that I'm drawn to. I think that it like but so I don't know, I guess speak to that. What does that look like on a chart? Love. What does that mean for Yep. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Everything else. I love it. So number one, um, Girl, same. I, I love a dude with some feminine energy, yeah. but also because my chart is masculine dominant, yeah. just like yours. So I feel you on that. Um, now, each um, sign has a feminine or masculine like denotation. Okay. You know? Um, so, for instance, a good example that we can go with here um, both Mars signs, mm-hmm. okay, so both most comfortable in Mars, okay. are Scorpio and Aries. Okay. And Scorpio is the feminine expression of this. Aries is the masculine expression. Okay. Um, so you know you can look up like your specific sign for your specific plants and you know find out okay which ones are feminine and masculine energy or mm-hmm. you know you can do a birth chart situation and yeah. it might just tell you the breakdown without you having to do all the mental math. But yeah. it is cool because it's pretty cut and dry in that way. I also think one interesting way to look at it too is it's like. We look at it as masculine and feminine, which it is, but then it's also like the yin and yang Mm -hmm. energy. And like, I think sometimes like, because we talked about gender earlier, briefly in the podcast, we can get clouded by like our ideas of gender. And it's like not necessarily meaning like that guy's girly or like that girl's boyish. You know what I mean? But it's like, there's like maybe like a softness on like that feminine energy or versus like a more angular sharpness on the masculine energy that astrology can describe, which is really cool. Cause it's like, yes. it's so funny. Even people are, I'm being tangential about this now, but it's yeah. like, people are so weird about that. Like where I, I've said before something of like, Oh, like, yeah, I have a more masculine body or whatever. And yeah. people are like, you don't look like masculine. And yeah. I'm like, no, that's not bad. And I do like yeah. that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm yes. a woman. Yes. And yes. like, I have like angular broad yeah. shoulders and it's like, rude that you I'm like, that that's it's rude. That, like- and it's, it's rude. <laughs> that's what it is though. It's kind of crazy that it's like, well, yeah. you didn't need to project your insecurity onto me because I like that. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like, and I get how you feel about that. Yeah. But, like, no, like, yeah, I have, like, straight angles on my body yeah. and I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know? Like, we were, because when we're having that, comp- like, we're talking about, like, what that looks like because it's mm-hmm. not that he's feminine. Like, he's not yeah. feminine. Like, uh-huh. but it's Or not this, in the traditional like, way that we say that yeah, yeah, word. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. in the way that you think of it. But I'm like, it's the qualities associated with yeah this thing it's the softness it's yes but i also like the thing is is like it's the meeting of both i feel like a good balanced person has both things they need the strength met with the softness to make them function together Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. one without the other it's the yin and the yang you need the softness and the strength and the strength and the softness yes to balance it Mm -hmm. and i think that it's i honestly think it's so funny that people get so wrapped up in like i know like the masculine and feminine because like yeah. while it is part of your identity you should identify with both mm-hmm. ideally i agree like I agree. you should feel appreciate both qualities i can't imagine yeah. being 
all the way one or all the way the other. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, especially as a woman, it's like, even if you're like a more masculine woman, mm-hmm. I very much identify with like a, the feminine experience and mm-hmm. just the totally. feminine qualities within myself. I probably present more masculine. But also part of me does think too, in the world Western world we live in, mm-hmm. if you're slightly more masculine woman, you probably present pretty masculine because I think you know subconsciously that gets you ahead yeah. <laughs> you know but yeah. it's like so that's the thing is it's kind of weird because you're dealing with like maybe things that are more like like uh, I don't know how, how to express what I want to say but qualities that are more set in stone and then like the societal mm-hmm. aspect I guess that yeah. overarches on it I'm so it's renaming it's helpful like it's not masculine yeah. feminine it's that's why I say yin and whatever. yang sometimes yeah you know I like that the yin and yang qualities yeah. helps me the pumpkin me. and the gourd the, yes like and that we can be masculine and feminine. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be. It's like, kind of like squares and rectangles, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's qualities that... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, so. I love... There is nothing better than the slightly masculine woman with slightly feminine or slightly yang woman and slightly yin man combo. Yeah. Nothing better. Yeah. Nothing better. I know. I feel like it's such a good... I don't know. It's such a good combination. It is a good blend. I feel like I know so many couples in my life that are like mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. And it's like... I think it, it just works really well because you can help mm-hmm. the other one lean into different qualities. It's nice. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I could go on about that for a while. There's it's like a whole. I know. Well, and in your chart me. too, if you, you know, if yeah. this is a topic people are interested in, um, a couple things. Venus mm-hmm. represents more feminine qualities, okay. more yin qualities, and Mars represents more masculine qualities or more yang qualities. Also, Jupiter um, represents more feminine qualities. Mm-hmm. Saturn, and, and think rather, Jupiter represents almost matriarchal yeah. um, okay. vibes. And then Saturn represents patriarchal or more masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, deep cut, the asteroid Juno also mm-hmm. can be called like, you know, like a little bit of the wife in astrology. Yeah. So those are all kind of maybe more like, gendered or yin-yang codified spaces in astrology to explore if it's a topic that you like. Yeah. Okay. What is the... So, how much do you know of the actual, like, um, us... Okay. Not astrology, but astronomy. Astronomy. Like, the words are so close. Because obviously they're together. Yes. But how much do, like you know about the actual like mm-hmm. constellations like mm-hmm. cuz obviously mm-hmm. it all affects but i guess how is it separate and how can you study one without studying the other yeah so i feel like the astronomy connection is like why you get into how some planets are personality planets and some mm-hmm. planets are generational because okay. the personality planets they're they're spinning around faster they okay. change faster um there's more constant change there whereas like you get a planet Saturn's kind of right in the middle right um it is a generational planet but Mm -hmm. it's shorter periods of time but it's like that's more slow moving um and and yeah so again that becomes generational but um to me my understanding of astronomy to be honest I'm not gonna act like it's like like vast I'm not gonna act that way but um I do think that there's like a there was a something I was reading the other day that it's like astrology and astronomy were not separate studies back in the day. That yes. was like the same thing. So now it's become a little bit separate, right? Yeah. But um, it does all hinge on like the 
the planetary movements, perhaps okay. astrology. Yeah. I don't I don't love the way that I phrased all of that, but okay. that's the yeah. best that I got for you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're gonna have to do a part two I know. because after I digest like yeah. everything, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a whole new which I need to just you know dive into on my own. Well, you know, I'm yeah. such a like ask somebody person. Like I love to learn yes. from other people. Yep. And it's hard for me to learn from like talking about it is so internet. hard. I don't know. I feel like I mm-hmm. like I don't know. I just like to I just like to talk to people. One hundred percent. Here is my recommendation to you or anyone else yeah. who's like, I wanna get into astrology. How do I start? What do I do? Mm-hmm. This is the journey I've taken, so I'm a very, you know, spaz brain and so uh-huh. maybe it's like you know, but this to me okay. feels like it makes sense. First, honestly, everyone here probably has CoStar. Delete the app. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. If you want, keep it, but delete the app. Um, I have a few reasons for that. Yeah, whatever. I would say download Astro Charts. Okay. Um, or if you want, some, and it's not aesthetic. If you yeah. want an aesthetic experience, download the Chani app. C H A N I Chani. Chani Nichols. Okay. Um. Astro charts, what I have, and what I really love about it is you input somebody's birth chart information and the birth chart saves in your phone, well, mm-hmm. not in your phone, in the app. And so you can revisit that chart. So you can continue to build an awareness. It's so hard to build an awareness when you look at your chart or somebody else's chart once mm-hmm. and then like put it away. So what I do is when I learn a little bit something about astrology, because you learn bits and pieces as you go, you can revisit these charts, look at these real life people that you know, yeah. and like apply this knowledge to what you know. You know. Um, and again, make it tangible, take it out of the intangible, make it tangible. Um, or like, again, I love TikTok and YouTube for these things because I need someone to explain it to me. You know, I need to hear someone talk to me about it. Mm -hmm. So you look at something in your chart, like let's say today you were interested by the fact that you have a Scorpio moon, you know, um, looking, looking that up. Okay. And like literally finding someone who talks about it in a way that makes sense for you. Because some of these astrology people, the way they speak is going to be like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. Some of them, it's going to be like, okay, I feel this. And then follow that creator and like yeah. keep going on that. Um, again, another thing, check out celebrities' charts mm-hmm. and what, you know, because their lives are kind of more yeah. public and able to discern these things. Um, and that's what I do. But again, the Astro Church app is great. And what I recommend to people and it sounds confusing, so if it is, you ditch it. But if not, try it. Like, look at charts with whole, the whole sign house system. Okay. So, CoStar does Placidus, and it makes it more confusing than it has to be. Gotcha. Whole sign houses basically is something I'm not going to explain, but will visually look simpler when you look okay. at a chart wheel. Yeah. And um, so, if that's something you remember and, like, you want to dive into it, great. Um, it's not a must by any means, yeah. but it makes things simpler in my mind. So okay. that's, that is what I would recommend to people. And also, you know, just talk to people about it. And like, mm-hmm. if like, for instance, like you look at Parker's chart, like, and look up stuff and like, okay, do you experience this? Do you not? Yeah. Whatever. I feel like that helps me gain a deeper understanding about how things present in real life. You know? Yeah. Um, who are my celebrity chart twins? Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay. Wait. I have a specific thing that I could look it up. Okay. So I'm going to. Um, oh my god! But I'm so I'm actually kind of mad at myself because I knew this question was coming. That's why I'm mad, and I hadn't and I hadn't done it yet. So that's why I'm angry at myself. That's okay. No, I know you're gonna say that, but <laughs> still, okay. Well, we can talk then, even though today is about Maddie. 
we're going to talk about me for one moment. Yes. And um, the way in which this is about me is my chart twin is Angelina Jolie. Okay, so That's we have very the same. Interesting. We have the same sun, moon, rising. It is interesting. If you look at her life, oof. Yeah. I feel like you have similar facial features too. I wasn't gonna say it because it would be conceited. No, but you do. Thank you. Thank yes. you so much. Um, but right, it's like that's what I think is interesting is like with someone who's like your chart twin. I mean, it it could be that way, especially with the rising sign. That's yeah. an important one. Um, I'm on the thing. I'm trying to figure it out right now. Okay, we've got two people found for your. Oh, and they're both people who I know clue who they are. To be honest. <laughs> I have no clue. So this is something that I just searched, like... Okay. Like, um, do you have any idea who these people are? Uh, no. <laughs> well, you don't look like them, if that helps. Thank you. <laughs> you do not look like Mr. Jeffrey Donovan. I do... Um, I kind of want to know, though. It's like, what's this man's life? Yeah. He played Michael Weston on a long-running American cable television series, Like, they Burn both look Notice. like they're old actors. Yeah. He was in Hitch... Which I think I know that, but yeah, we don't we don't identify with that. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look up for you. With some people, is it harder because they don't have fame indicators? So like, there's less. I feel like it could people. be, to be honest, because like, less people would have. But also something like a Leo rising. I'm kind of like, I would think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but let me see. I'm gonna look for Sun and Taurus, Moon and Scorpio, and find somebody. Okay. You do have Wes Anderson, who has a Taurus son. Um, I don't think I, I know the name. He does all the, like, a bunch of movies, and he has, like, the symmetrical, like, his cinematography work is really, like, eclectic is honestly the okay. right word. Okay. You usually look up Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. He's really okay. cool. Um, you've got, let's see who else. I should just show, Bono? That's so funny. Mark Zuckerberg? Okay. Yikes. Oh my god! Don't worry, I have I have pretty similar placements, and this is yeah. the part that Maddie. Gets. Oh yes, yes, yes. Very similar placements to Kanye and Trump, which is yeah. pretty, pretty dark to be honest. Tory Spelling, that's funny. Um, who else? I also think I don't know enough celebrities overall. Yeah, like because like, I always wonder, to, it's like yeah. what's like your oh my god, Eric Church. It's like random people. <laughs> Craig Grayson. I want to find somebody who we're like yes, this person. Yeah. Because I don't know a lot of these people right now. Maggie Rogers. Do you oh, like really? her music? Yeah. yeah so sure. she's a Taurus sun. Okay. And Scorpio moon. Okay. Maggie Rogers. So, so far, that's yeah. your that's your favorite Astro okay. twin. Yeah. That I have for you. Yeah. And I'm trying to see if we have any other fun Astro twins. Because I think we need to. I kind of want to look for a Leo rising one, though. So that we could be like, oh, do they look like you? Yeah. Do they not? So we're going to try that. So we're going to look for... Making your editing really hard today. So would a lot of the Leo Risings look similar? Hypothetically, okay. yeah, they could look similar. So, um, like, let's even just see. So we're going to try... I'm so interested in what that looks like in terms of genetics and how that plays it. Like, 100%. I think I'm so interested in the intertwining of all these different things, which makes it so complicated. <laughs> I, I, oh my like, God. Like, if I could take it at face value, like, but God, I'm Jessica so Lang. in how it, I don't know who that is. American Horror Story. I don't know. She's really pretty, though. She's, like, a very gorgeous older woman. I don't think I've ever heard of her. Oh, my God. She's an icon. I love her. She's got the big hair. No, she and she does. She has, she's she got the hair, to be honest. Um, oh, my God. I'm, like, 
Oh, Ella Fitzgerald. Why is it like all these old people? Chris, Chris Brown. That's your Kanye. <laughs> Dark. Incredible. I know. Incredible, though. It really is I incredible. Why? Like, there's a lot I'm, of men here. I also... See, I'm so... Like, I want to know all the studies mm-hmm. of the things that don't exist. Like, how... Yeah. In each generation, are there less of certain... Like, do certain karmic cycles come around at the same time? Well, I know do you right see now, more, like, mm-hmm. of a certain personality? It's a good question. At well, certain points in history. Yes. So, for instance, like, you can, like, denote, like, different generations with the planet. Like, one, Pluto, you know? Okay. So, they'll say, like, I'm Pluto in Sagittarius generation, right? And, okay. like, Sagittarius is, like, this sign of adventure and free-spiritedness and wildness. And Pluto is the sign of, like, transformation. So, okay. That's like the Gen Z vibe where they're like, fuck yes. this system. We're changing everything. Like, this shit yeah. sucks. Like, you know? And yeah. like, so, and also it's, um, oh, what's the other one? I think it's Uranus and Aquarius generation. Aquarius is like that. They're the free thinkers. They're the humanitarians. They're the social justice people. And that's my chart, probably okay. in your chart as well, because we're the similar age. Yeah. So it's like, there are generational things that are pointed mm-hmm. by astrology. Whereas like, Oh, it's like, I want to say, it's like Boomer is like where we have like the Sagittarian energy, they have like Capricorn. Okay. And they're like, well, we're about rules, structure. I mean, they yeah. came out of war and shit. They're like, we're, we're trying to structure it out. Yeah. So you actually can see those like generational differences in astrology as well. Okay. So is that what sets the generation at 15 years? Mm-hmm. Is the planets? I don't think so. Well, and okay. I also think that I know how we do generations is kind of, blurred these days to my understanding especially because now technology is kind of like like the older millennials and the younger millennials had like completely different childhoods you know what I mean so I feel like it's like kind of not it's kind of what you I don't want to say it's what you make it I feel like it's your perspective on things so what so like I consider myself more like I feel like I like had a millennial childhood Mm -hmm. and then I grew up teen on gen z vibes does yeah. that make any sense you know because i didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of technology i played outside all yes. the things but then economics facebook played, and like, everything if your parents were not wealthy yes during that time you didn't have the newest oh my, toys well oh my you god had the right? hand-me-downs which would have been the yes. same as the generation as, before you right so i think it just depends on like in a way how you were raised and again now technology to me is driving generations yeah separate from astrology yeah, that's what i think so what is the planets like what, where do the generations fall and change? Um, in so what drives the generation? It would be planets? our planets of. So okay, you'd start with maybe Saturn. It's gonna be the quickest moving one that's generational, okay. but Saturn's a good one to look at. And then Uranus. What makes them generational? Um, the, the fact that they slower? change. So like your sun sign, right? That changes every thirty days. Moon sign mm-hmm. every three days. It'll change. Okay. Um, but your like these signs they're not going to change for years um okay. how many years i'm going to check it out because i actually okay. don't know the answer for you but it's different for each person no um oh, okay so it's different for each planet so like i know saturn is a shorter period than uranus but i don't know oh so like okay uranus oh, okay. changes every seven years um okay as a sign so there's different combinations of them Yep, so, like, and just even, like, as a visual here. Yeah. I'm showing her my little app. But, um, like, so Saturn, that's probably going to change every, like, 
three years. Uranus changes every seven. Neptune okay. is going to be even longer. Pluto, it's going to be Pluto. I actually do believe is fifteen years. But okay. so it's like years, and so then like mm-hmm. that set of people born at that set of time might have like similar ideals and values that are often more set by like what's going on in the world. You know? Yes. So, okay, I think I understand. It is. It's kind, also, it's kind of a dense so part. That's why I even planets. say generational planets are like, yeah. that's a tougher one to get into because honestly, like, I don't consider my understanding nearly as vast in okay. that area. Not that I don't know about it. It's more just that it's like, it though that is so much more the intangible part mm-hmm. of someone's birth chart. Yeah. And like, that's fine, but then it gets into the intangible. Whereas like, your personality planet's very tangible. Yeah. Totally. Okay. I need to digest that. I know. I know. I know. Same. Yeah. That's, but I, I feel like that's overall very helpful. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just like such a good starting point. It's so, I think that it's, I just coming from like being so, not like against it, but like not believing, just being like, that's witchcraft. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, like feeling like almost like it's bad to look into to being like, this is essentially a science that's being overlooked mm-hmm. because it's not understood. I well. agree. And I think that there's a lot of things like that in our world that people brush off. Mm-hmm. They say are not real. They say are, you mm-hmm. know, whatever because they mm-hmm. don't understand them. Mm-hmm. And I think that we could understand everybody so much better and understand the generations and the politics mm-hmm. so much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If I think understood so. understood this. I more. think so. And not completely. Obviously, it's not like. I think it's a really good locus for understanding, like, even looking at, like, one really good starting Mm -hmm. point that could be tangible for people is it's, like, look at your moon sign, and if you have a partner, look at your partner's moon sign, because that's your emotions, and it can show maybe how, like, your two emotional minds play out together. Like, me and my partners, we have a square aspect, which is more, like, disharmonious for emotions. Now, again, that doesn't mean bad, but it's, like, that's something that it's, like, okay, so we actively communicate on this because we're not speaking the same language in our yeah. brains. Yeah. So we have to talk it through to be like, we get each other. Yeah. You know? Whereas maybe if you share the same moon sign as your partner, you're getting it, you know? Yeah. Um, but and if they're both fiery. Yeah. Or if they're both fire signs, need, yeah. great. Because you're kind of not maybe quite the same, but you're like mm-hmm. up the same alley, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, or if it's fixed, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you're both stubborn at least. Yeah. Maybe in different yeah. directions, but, but but you're both, you know, firm. Yeah. You're both firm people. So, um, or it's like, if they're really different, great. How can I understand this person's differences and, like, learn from it mm-hmm. and apply it to my life and grow from it, all the things. So, but, but really, again, that was tangential. And to your point, I do think astrology is not super well understood and like if people mm-hmm. could find small practical ways to understand it I think they'd enjoy it and like yeah I'm more into astrology but you know off I think off mic I believe we were talking about tarot mm-hmm. and how tarot's a little different and maybe in a similar vein to astrology I'll be real I don't understand tarot that much but I yeah. have a deck and I enjoy tarot and yeah. I do it from time to time and I'm probably like I feel like I can even take on that belief of what you're saying you're like I'm kind of skeptic and I feel that way Mm -hmm. towards it but it's like I like it because regardless of my skepticism it provides me a new lens to look at something through and honestly in a very like overstimulating world 
Mm-hmm. It's so, I'm so grateful for anything that provides me new perspective. Yeah. Whether that be tarot, astrology, whether that be a conversation with somebody, whether that be a whole different belief system, I'm about it for that reason because yeah. I like to perspective build. So I think for anyone who is like a bit hesitant towards astrology, think mm-hmm. of it as a perspective builder. You don't yeah. have to agree with everything you read. You know, yeah. you don't you don't have to believe in it. Um, but perhaps it could build your perspective if you looked into it, like, on whatever that next step is for you. Yeah. No, I love that. hmm I think that everybody should look into it. Why not? Why not, even for fun? Yeah. It's that just as soon as you think that you know everything, you don't. So why not just... The more you know, the less you know. Out. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what do you have to lose? That's the thing. It's like, that's one of those things where I think it's like, there's not really anything to lose. It's like so funny. People yeah. are so weird about it. And I'm like, well, you could just look and just be like, oh yeah, I don't really care that much. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, people yeah. are so weird about it. Yeah. They get very like. Almost oh, offensive. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So it's funny. Um, Carly. Yes. How do you take your coffee? <gasps> I drink black coffee or cold brews. Um, or I think this is my most classic one. Uh-huh. Iced Americanos. Okay. Now, ideally, I don't get to order it this way in 99% of places, but ideally, uh-huh. iced Americano with an orange slice would be amazing. Love. It's very good. Oh, that sounds good. Yes. But, you know, like the easy coffee order I can get anywhere is either my cold brew or my just yeah. black cup of joe. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's great. It's good. That's so fun. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. It was so fun. It was so fun. We have so much to talk about now. We have a lot to talk about at the front desk. Amazing. So much. <laughs> As if we've ever had a problem with that. Oh my God, right? I know. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs>